right, all right. Well, we just had a good. We're doing a. We're doing a. We're doing a night of podcast marathon, baby. We're doing a. Woo! Hey, we're gonna get the telephone lines going here. Welcome we're call in. to Don't Feed the Trolls live from the RV. You can dial right now on your phone. patreoncom slash feed the trolls <laughs> and donate five dollars to get in just on the action. Donate to the nonprofit Trolls Starvers. We take that money and we put it in our kids' teeth. Mouth, <laughs> basically buy food. That's what we do, right? Yep. Sort of. All of us have kids here. They're good. <laughs> but uh, speaking of food, mouths, that's what we're talking about tonight on this podcast Woo! with our buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron yeah. is excited. Woo! Aaron. Yeah. Aaron Lunsford is here yeah. from the Badass Food Blog, Yeah, a friend of ours, uh, to talk about what an, a new endeavor. The trolls of food. There are people out there... That uh, tell you what to eat, what's good, what's not good, right? Yeah. Well, my uh, as it relates to the overall thing of this podcast, my my latest thing that I enjoy doing is trolling and fighting with people about food on the internet. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. One of one of his favorite <laughs> things to do is to rank <laughs> fast food <laughs> chains, and just people lose <laughs> their people minds. Lo- people lose their shit over fast food chains. So. Aaron loves to every day go like, okay, Taco Bell <laughs> is like in the top five, In and Out's the best burger place, and people just respond reflexively. It's incredible anger. Well, it comes out of you know a few weeks ago all the crazy stuff on Twitter, Matt McDonald, you were in the Bad Christian Con stuff, sure, right? Sure. There's that, and then we so talked spi- about that in, in a serious allegations. Yeah, uh, we actually had a whole Matt episode. Car- on yes, Carter, yeah. yes, and so. There's all and that. You were a like, main troll in that. You were, you were, people thought you were very unhelpful with your. Uh, yes, your they input. do. But yeah. I found myself to be very helpful. By <laughs> 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 I mean, we can talk about that real quick if we want. Sure, why not? Well, but, well but I'm first, here. Introduce okay. yourself. Who are you? Where I'm, you come from? Uh, hi, my name is Aaron Lunsford, <laughs> and I uh, let's see. I'm I uh, was born in 1983. Ooh. Uh, turned 35 yesterday. I'm originally from Atlanta, Happy Georgia. Happy birthday! Happy Thank birthday! Thank you. Uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, originally moved to Little Rock when I was 11. And then uh, joined a band called As Cities Burn when I was 19 years old. Moved wow. to Louisiana. Where you played drums. Where I played the drums for a long yeah. time. But you moved to Louisiana for the band. I did. I dropped out of college and moved down to start touring. How did we you all meet dropped those out of college Through uh, my mutual friend who would later kill himself. T- is his name Tim? Tim, yes. And you oh, wrote, you, you wow. Were, so, I know Tim. That bomb. <laughs> no, I know what Tim. What a comedian. Uh, so oh, you, gosh. You wrote about that pretty extensively in, in the book in, on As He's In my book, Backstage. Backstage. Yeah. Wrote I a book, almost got yeah. rich playing drums in a Christian hardcore band. Yep. Uh, we're so just plugging uh, away what, here. No, but what, I, but what I love about you is that you-, you We got to give the listeners the, the He gets history. an idea yeah. of something that he wants to do, and he actually does it, which is crazy. Like I, I don't meet a lot of people who have- ideas that they execute you tend to execute a lot of these ideas you say i i, I want to be in a band you you go and do that and you tour and your band's really successful you say i want to write a book you've written two books yeah right yeah yeah sure um, I, I execute to the point of it being a thing but then it's not like a, as successful the, as yeah yeah there's never like any long-term you, you until now you almost yeah. got rich until now you almost got rich in that christian hardcore band yeah you didn't get a bestseller with your books no um but now you're now you're doing i started a, a barbecue business that went under 
No, that's no, still it here. No, no it's, I it's, mean it, it's, it, it's, it's 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 you know it's permanating. It, it's marinating. It's, it's marinating. It's gonna because of the real deal. Yeah, we're dry aging that barbecue business. It's slow smoking. That's the good barbecue. So here, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I pursue a lot of endeavors. Yeah. And and this new endeavor is is a food blog, which you somehow you have an Instagram, badass food. Yeah, yeah, badass food blog, uh, Instagram. So and, I and it has thousands uh, of followers. So that's not nothing. Yeah, I've done some good like targeted type of social media marketing, I guess you could say, and then content, whatever. I well, don't know. It's funny all that bullshit. I was I I I had your well. This is funny because. You came over in the summer and you brought us your barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We went and, and bought a bunch of Aaron's yes. barbecue. And we were like, man, this is good barbecue. Magnolia barbecue. And yeah. then we ended up all on a on a, a Bitcoin t- group text together. <laughs> yeah. And um and then we and all the, became Bitcoin investors. Yeah. Well, too. I bought Tron. That, and that's <laughs> it. I have I like bought a bunch of stuff and then kept selling it and like, oh, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of Tron. You bought you bought a bunch of Tron at three cents, watched uh-huh. it go to thirty. Yeah. And watch didn't it yeah. sell. <laughs> and watch it go all the way back to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Bitcoin does. But then, but then I was I texted you one day. I'm like, dude, you make good food. I make content. Yeah. For people who are good at a thing, let's join forces. And you're like, okay, yeah. But I already got a blog going, Instagram going. Yeah. I've already done it. I just need to make content. And I'm like. Well, shit! You did all the hard work. Let's do it. So yeah. we kind of we're we're doing a thing now. I kind of been sitting on it for a while because I, so the the idea of the food blog was that, like, okay, I'm always taking pictures. Or I just know a lot about. I've cooked in restaurants in Louisiana, and then I've been very adamant about. I read a lot about food. I have like awesome cookbooks, and I just I cook all the time. Yeah. So I've just been adamant about continuing to learn more and get better. And so I, I would say. More than the average person, I'm quite an authority on cooking yeah. and food. I can talk intelligently about it with anybody. Well, and you I can would cook. Say. I mean, I've tasted your barbecue. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's good. I'm and a then, I'm a great fucking cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't that's be one of the only. No, that's one of the only things I am uh, at all cocky in any no, way. No, about. no, 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 no. You see, you're you're in the one percent. Uh, hey, it's cooks. been said. Oh, yeah. that you're the you're the top five East Nashville drummer. Oh, did we talk? Is this a thing? We talk- who, who said, said that? that? Matt Hoops. Matt Hoops. Oh, Matt Hoops. Hoops said that's nice of him. Matt Hoops said, yeah. That he knows about. Yeah. No, he said actually. He goes. He goes. Aaron's actually. No, actually, he he upgraded. Then he goes. Actually, I think he'd be like top two, top three. Well, that's very nice of Matt. Yeah. Hoops. Well, wait. So. Uh, w- w- do Do you like drumming as much as you like cooking? Um. No, I don't. Is it because you you were forced to do it in the slog of like? club tours for years and years and years it's and like i like being in a band and i do like playing drums whenever it like sounds good and like even in the studio like i do love recording drums right like if you're like hey i got a song come over and track that's very fun should to we go me. live should we go live on our facebook well right. we could yeah, if you want live. to fuck it we don't have to oh, we don't have to um fine. sorry we're good we're good we'll go <laughs> we'll, we'll, i like drums we'll do but it live. at this point like i've been playing drums since i was 10 so i've been doing that for 25 years so it definitely feels like a job in a way. Yeah. But it's a cool job, even though I don't really make. Yeah, that I would much say we all probably it. do that. You know, we're all in we're all in bands. We we play. We tour sometimes. It's fun to do. But I wouldn't say any of us sit down every night and run scales. I'm not trying to get better at drums, like actively. You're just good at them, and then you're. I'm good. just okay with where I'm at, and I just can yeah, do that. Yeah. So yeah. I had a I had a like a business partner who I just <clears throat> recently started working with, ask me if I was excited to go on tour. <laughs> <laughs> what a question! What a stupid fucking question! 
<laughs> and I like I, I kind of like I, I launched into a rant to try to explain to him what tour is to musicians. It's like I'm excited to hang out on the bus. Uh, yeah. And I'm excited for like those moments on stage where it actually does feel good. Yeah. But like what we do is such an effort. It is such an exertion of energy. And I'm, I'm it's a love hate relationship my voice to the limit. And it, and that's it's hard. Yeah. And it's, it's not it's not fu- like always fun. It's it's mostly not, but it's like it's like rewarding. Yeah. But like what what's really fun is hanging out on the bus and just BSing and arguing. No, nah, I mean it's fun things. to relive the old days, hang out with your buddies, yeah. talk well, about like. And you back know, in the old days, it was like excited to go on tour because oh, you yeah. were escaping real world responsibility, which was yeah. nothing back then. Like for me, it was like, oh, I'm dropping out of college. I'm gonna go to California. Yeah. That's way better than english yeah now i have like, to leave cares? four i have to <laughs> leave know? four human beings who like really need me in their lives yeah at it's home, totally different and i feel very guilty about it and yeah and, and the larger yeah. i just said this on twitter yesterday the larger they get the more magnetic sort of the, the bigger the mass of the family the heart the 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 grip the, the bigger the gravitational pull the harder it is to get out of that gravitational pull so like, uh-huh. me le- I, I used to leave and not think i mean my poor wife but like I used to just leave and be like I'm on tour now like out of sight out of mind. Yeah. And now I have three little kids who like all really see me as an important figure in their lives, and I feel obligated to like be their dad. Yeah. And I can't, and it's hard. It's like it's not. I'm not excited to leave them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not that's right. To, yeah. that would be wrong to feel be, excited yeah, to leave I'm excited them. Excited to get away from <laughs> them. I mean, in some sense, it's like okay, I, I don't have that. No, it's just the, the stakes are higher now. The stakes are higher. There's more sacrifice. You know, you leave for a couple of days. And it's a big deal, and you can only imagine people who leave like have jobs where they're like, you know, whether they're like in the military where they're gone for like a year. Right. Well, yeah. Can you <laughs> That's imagine? Really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I, nothing compared to. The yeah. Troops. No, it's nothing. But it's we're not the, the troops. The tr- I mean, I always feel like we had something in common with the troops. <laughs> I know you got to be careful you saying be that. Like you careful. have to like, yeah. you know, you have to be so careful. Like like they're, <laughs> they're putting their lives on the line for like a very different reason. Oh, Bill Burr had a great bit that he got in trouble for recently. We're going way off topic here, but That's whatever. Fine. Bill Burr, uh, he was on Conan or something talking about how he got in trouble with some people. Yeah. About this joke he told about. He's like, like, why we gotta like, you know, pr- pr- we gotta praise all the American here. Yeah. How does he talk? Bill Burr. Bill I Burr. can't do his. Yeah. It's like, hey, what are we doing? Very yeah? Irish. Yeah. Boston. <laughs> yeah. Boston. What are we doing? <laughs> we gotta praise all like every trip to hero. No, somebody's washing dishes. <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> it's this whole bit about you know they're not all heroes. They're <laughs> not all heroes. Somebody's cooking. You know what's funny is my brother or whatever. My, my brother-in-law had the same thing happen. There was like a there was like a church service, like you know they were had like a Memorial Day weekend or whatever. And at church they had all the soldiers stand up, and then my my sister was like forcing my brother-in-law to stand up. He's like. I, I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. and, and she's like, no, stand up. You were, you served. And she's yeah. like, I, I just, I just was in the dish room. <laughs> yeah. Like, like no, seriously. And, and we like just had this conversation this. Yeah. and he's trying to tell her 
he doesn't he doesn't deserve the the praise accolades he didn't do it. so it's like if you unless your life is on the line you just don't feel yeah. like you're actually well like burr was saying that doing it in front of troops went over really well but oh, it was okay. doing it in front of regular people oh, yeah, yeah. that are super sensitive right. or whatever or whatever but like the troops love it because they all know it's they so all true know it's just like some schmuck that like is is, is really a coward <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. like he yeah. can't get the, he can't get the job doing anything important because like, he's n- actually yeah not, not everybody's a marine yeah. <laughs> and this is why you go on tour right here. This is what happens on tour. You just sit around and BS in the RV well, and I talk wonder, about stuff, right? And I wonder about with your projects, like, I wonder how much it's warped our minds to set out to do this new endeavor, uh, create a band, create, you know, uh, a style of music that's never been out before or, or, or songs that, that came out of nowhere and you create a demand for it and you create a fan base and it's just whole new thing and then that kind of runs its course right like yeah that you know classic crime started when i was 19 yeah you know i got stuck into uh, something i I liked when i was 19 yeah and it carried me through my entire 20s and i'm still doing it in my 30s but there's this need in me and i I almost think it's almost like a pathogen to go do create more things that are going to take me to different places and it's not just it's like it's like being in the band and doing that thing taught me that it was possible. Yes. And so now I want to do it with like tons of other things. Totally. Well, otherwise, how could I start doing stand up comedy at 34 and think that that's a viable <laughs> career option? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that like not like I uh, so that's another thing. I started doing stand up comedy. Right. And uh, I saw you the other six day months at, ago. at the BC con. Uh, they had like a, ba- a bad Christian sort of night. Nate, Nate you bailed left out. Early. <laughs> you left early. Nate, I've been at inviting Nate to come out every I week. Was, I was dying <laughs> during so your bad. set. I was crying. I was laughing so hard at your set. And I was like, and I told you this, if people understood this is who you were, like this is kind of what your vibe is, because uh, it, it doesn't really translate on Twitter. You just c- kind of come off like, a, like an asshole yeah. or like a troll. And I think people you make people angry, which I think is fun for me to watch because, <laughs> like, I, I don't mind that because I know you. But, like, if people could see your comedy, they, they might understand a little bit more about your whole, I don't know, angle. And then it's not you're not actually this, like, angry libertarian dude that, like, you kind of portray. Yeah, I don't think I am. No. You, no. Yeah. You're, you're more just you know what their buttons are and you're pushing them. Yeah, because you like you you like to make people. Yeah. <laughs> re- well, you, like, you like an emotional response. It can be tonight, laughter or anger. It's we'll fine. S- we'll see how it goes. But MSNBC, they have this like uh, with all the school shooting stuff. Now they're doing all these things about which guns shoot faster. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the AR-15 shoots. 30 uh, bullets a second. Yeah, like se- then the handgun. And that's why they, you, if you have a handgun, you don't say which has nothing to do with like any sort of combat, anything. Right. How fast your bullet goes. And, and so I, I don't think I've gotten any shit. I quote to you. I was like, uh, holy shit, guys, bullets are fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's so stupid. But bullets people, if the wrong person sees that, they're like, oh, it's the dead kids are funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah. You, so that, yeah. You're, that, you're you're treading in some yeah. Whenever you nothing critique. translates on the internet. Yeah, you got all this. You got all these problems. You got all, you got you basically have. Well, you you've gotten into some trouble with some 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 celebrities on Twitter. <laughs> but we don't have to talk about that. No, I'll talk about everything. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll talk about anything. Yeah. I love I love how we're trying to talk about a food blog, but we just keep. Well, no, we, we have to get to the. But no, you're right. We got to get to the source. Yeah. Of we gotta, it all, yeah. We got to find the motivation, and then it comes back up through. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. 
So, so Twitter sucks. So basically, l- let's let's, let's talk about the serious allegations because uh, we did. We <laughs> let's did, go there. Yeah, we did the serious allegations with uh, Matt. Carter. I listened to that, and I love the thing is, if the people making the serious allegations hear that episode, they are going to be very upset because of the way you say serious allegations <laughs> and then crack and up then laugh. laughing. <laughs> yeah, and then laugh. Yeah. Well, because because I'm like. My whole point is there are serious allegations to be made by by people who are actually victimized. Like people yeah, who, yeah, yeah. And we need to hear those people, but we need to separate those people from the people who are making quote unquote serious allegations that aren't really serious. Yeah. We we seem to think that every offense is an equal offense. Yes. And there's no value judgment. There's no saying someone did something really harmful and really wrong in a legal sense of the term. Yeah. And yeah, someone yeah. said something and I felt like it harmed me. But it's not illegal. Well, this yeah, is it's like going on a like the whole thing with like well, we talked about that was the Z's on sorry thing, uh-huh. and then someone, I, some girl, just tweeted out something perfect about that. She said, "Oh, this girl had what we call a bad date." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they and they and they called the article revenge porn. I think it was Barry Weiss or something, and she, and she, she got is fucked. She like, got yeah. so screwed over, and it's been going saying, for weeks. Now. Yeah, like, yeah. They jumped. Stopped. They jumped on her. Well, it's it's great because other people are getting jumped on and not you, right? So that's like okay. Yeah, yeah but I don't care. So getting jumped on is in, it's very but there interesting is no serious, to watch. There it. is no there is no allegation against me. Well, I mean, there no was, the alleg. Well, one I, one person said I was one hundred percent probably a rapist. Uh, <laughs> wow. Tell that to Cassie, your wife. I know. Well, <laughs> debatable. She, she's like <laughs> he is, but he only rapes me. Yeah. Serial monogamous rapist. Right. Uh, No, but that whole situation. Here's what what really happened, and we'll get to the part about the celebrity Dave Bazan, who blocked me on Twitter at the end of it all. I was observing um, now, and the two original girls actually know in real life a little bit. Yeah. So there's a little bit of context there. Okay. So I was observing what I thought was people being ridiculous. Right. And then Matt Carter and Matt McDonald being totally totally reasonable respectful like not aggressive in any way right and getting your fucking heads just like bit off by these people like yeah you know called matt saying matt carter was like harassing them and like all this right stuff. he was just saying hey w- 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 would you like to come on the podcast yeah. and and so, i was saying well well how, how do we fix the issues if we can't talk yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah. just asking questions and yes. they, they thought that was harassment or pressure so when i observe people being that ridiculous i'm like it doesn't matter what yeah, yeah. any of these people are gonna say what matt or matt is gonna say like the reactions will be the same so i just jump in and like yeah somebody's start making jokes <laughs> I was, and the first thing i said i was like I was like, maybe we can lock the at BCCon. They kept saying it wouldn't be a safe place. Right. I was like, maybe we can lock the dissenters in cages when you come into the room <laughs> to give your talk, <laughs> so you can feel safe. There's like, you think this is funny? Like church, you don't think people, it, you know, churches this and that church too. And I'm like, I was like, you're not gonna get assaulted if you go into a church. Like that's so unlikely. And they're like, oh really? Here's the stats about. And I was like, oh my god, come on. I'm not saying that people haven't been hurt in church. But I'm saying, do you really think if you walk into any they church that you're actually physically yeah, probably yeah. not? It's an extreme. Like we're trying to define what is what is safety and yeah. And for a lot of people who are who have been abused or and they have P- PTSD, so you don't, we don't really know on the internet who we're dealing with, right? We think no. we're dealing with rational actors who are um, kind of proponents of of this movement, who are trying to change things. But I think a lot of times what we're dealing with is, is, is people who are actually personally wounded by, For sure. by specific situations. 
and and like psychologically speaking their therapist would say yes stay out of those places yeah yeah, yeah. you will you will actually like triggering it is real yeah sure ptsd yeah the internet internet oftentimes feels like a public bathroom and people are writing on the wall yeah it just looks so much worse than than anything at any other space you walk in you just you you read this stuff that's just like written on these like who takes the time to write that crap? Yeah, but it's just like <laughs> it's like the it's like the bathroom just brings it out of you. I'm like, I'm gonna scribble yeah, this, yeah. these dicks on the wall and and all this crazy stuff. And, and then it's like so Twitter that, just kind of yeah. And then other people come in and so with Dave Bazan, for instance, who Dave Bazan, they always tattle on you to Dave Bazan for some reason, right? Like they just know that we all love him or something. Yeah, yeah. Which and he comes in and and. He, but Dave Bazan D- Dave is, Bazan is like your chronic concerned citizen. I know he is. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think he's unhinged. Actually, I think he's lost all critical thinking skills. I really think that. Well, I think he, he's gotten caught up in in the whole, uh, I guess, kind of the the movement on the left to. I don't know. I, I, I want to call it illiberal, but I think it's more just I, I think it's just more better defined as identity politics. Yeah. So that's who, the broad term, I guess. Can, but who can speak? Based on their identity, yes. in the perceived hierarchy, I don't give a shit about that at all. Right, like when people, anytime people say anything to me, like, like you just need to shut up, and I'll just be like, I'm never, I'm ever, never gonna shut up. I'm never gonna shut up ever. <laughs> you can't make me listen to you. <laughs> Fuck you. Like I'm not. So Dave, uh, Dave comes in, and somebody like him, they see people mad at a person right. and think that person must have done something really bad yeah, because these people are upset with him. Yeah. Really, I made some jokes that could be mean, maybe. Yeah. And then I said, speech isn't violence. Yeah. That was like the main thing I kept saying over and over. Speech is not violence. Yeah, that it's not equal to violence. And they're like, wait, so there's, what do you think? Speech can't be violent? And I'm like, no dipshit. I said, speech is not violence. Yeah. Like, yes, words can be violent and words can be harmful. They're, oh, so words can't be harmful? No. I'm well, talking about... In a court of law, you have to prove some sort of actual, actual oh yeah harm. it's so hard to actually it be illegal to so say it has anything to be like it has to be like retribution or um, yeah it really has to be a reputation uh, um um what do they call that so Repu- re- reputation damage and yeah that, and even that, like that if you're a public figure yeah but he, you like have to have like ptsd like yeah. actual psychological damage that like a like therapist would sign off on. oh just because of uh, you know i actually was listening to a uh I was listening to a uh, NPR episode about this recently, about this kid who had a basketball coach that was a mentor, and he told him all this, like, end-of-the-world Bible theology, like, you know, like, like basically, you know, basically the end times yeah. and all this scary stuff. Yes. Basically, this kid had some PTSD, and he had from to go that from stuff. that whole thing. He was, and he would pull him aside. He said, "You know, be careful. I can see the demons here, and the and you know when they're like playing. He's like a basketball coach. He's like I see the demons in the woods. You got to be careful. I just don't oh get a good God. vibe out here." And the whole time, so his mom finally found all these texts between the basketball coach and this kid. Right? It's really fascinating. Really? That, yeah, it's on this American life. This kid. And uh, <laughs> so they, she, she tries to, but this this guy was like so in this kid's head. So they ended up going to court and trying to prove this. Well, they sided with the kid, but they only rewarded the kid like five bucks or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because so that was a pretty violent speech. Yeah, they're really messing with the kid's head. Well, the kids' parents were on there and everything, and then after the fact, the kids just like, I can't believe I believed all this stuff. But uh, anyway, I was just thinking about it. It's just layers of crazy. It's like the Christian, like 
bad theology mm-hmm. and then uh just what well, it the was power just dynamic yeah the power the dynamic and, the kid, yeah. and then they and then you know his lawyer was like it's going to be really really hard to prove that you know you were that affected well by the all law this. is the law mm. is very restrictive in in defense of the defense thank god um you know you're you're <laughs> innocent until assumed innocent until proven guilty which is one of the things if you're a white person drives <laughs> <laughs> Well, we want to say that that is for everybody, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, in, in, in a fair society. And poor people everyone, like Stephen Avery. Everyone is innocent, <laughs> right? Oh, I had a great idea because, you know, the sheriffs that didn't go into the school shooting. I was like, if <laughs> I tweeted, and I thought this would get more reaction. It didn't. It's funny what gets reactions. You've been blocked by too many people to get a maybe. reaction anymore. <laughs> or maybe I'm shadow banned by Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> But the sheriffs that were you have y'all heard about all this the sheriffs that yeah. weren't, weren't going yeah. in was, yeah and uh, I was yeah. like oh if if only we'd had somebody there to be like there's a black guy wearing a hoodie just minding his own business in there <laughs> going guns a black ah! yeah. oh, and they accidentally man. killed the shooter <laughs> and we saved the day thought we were killing a black guy but uh, oh, with the hoodie yeah, so, <laughs> so bad so that's bad a, but that's that's a funny joke that actually. <clears throat> You know, you you could you could take it as a critique of of, of racism, which is uh, sort of yeah. their whole point. So yes, <laughs> you yes, know, you know, but they they're not going to respond to that. No, they don't because if you're not all the way on their side, right, you're not on their team. So the conversation can't start until you submit, right, and acknowledge all your privilege and like like give them and plat you know give them a voice and right 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 and i just don't care that humiliation tactic yeah. yeah yeah i don't care well it's funny i've i've heard it said you know when it when when it comes to speech is violence uh that that whole argument they say uh, you know m- men or males are phys- more physically violent than females obviously yeah but but females are violent too they're just violent in a different way it's not yeah. physical it's character assassination and you see this in middle schools you see this in with 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 cases of suicide um, girls will gang up and 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 assassinate the character. Of something, yeah. Of something uh, and yeah. it's way more psychological warfare. It's way oh, more yeah, psychological yeah. violence. But that's what I kind of see with um. That with is some, true. With some people on that side, is that they're they're doing a character assassination. You're not innocent until proven guilty. You're innocent. You're you're guilty because everybody says you're guilty. Yeah. And everybody can say all these terrible things about your character, mm. and you could lose your job, mm. and X, Y, Z. And you could have not done like Garrison Keillor. He didn't. Uh, was he the? Wait, who was he? He was the guy. Uh, the Google guy. The public? No, the public oh. radio guy. Oh no, I don't know that. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking. I know. Yeah, yeah they the, like pulled all this stuff. Yeah, because, yeah. Because someone had some story from like 20 years ago where she was like, being she was like mourning or something. She was distressed and he put his hand on her back yeah yeah comforter and she was like no that's not cool and like she sent him an email no 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 no. he felt bad about it he immediately said something about it and pulled his hand off and said i'm sorry i mean you know she had a bare skin back shirt on. oh that's what like and then he sent an email later and then he kind of because he apologized it sounded like he put the idea in her head that he did something more than he really did right you know and and this reminds this is not a serious allegation I mean, he put his hand on a girl's back, and he gets shit can like yeah the, yeah. They, the character yeah. they erased assa- it. Yeah, the character has been assassinated. Yeah, they erased every even they, they like you can't even listen to the old episodes anymore, right? Mm-hmm. They just took it all down. Yeah, so that, like, the companies are so proven, fucking spineless, aren't they? That's ridiculous. You well, know? it's like it's but like our it's like everyone so spineless now. Like they'll just cave to anything that could 
some people, like 10,000 people on Twitter might yell at them about or something. Yeah. But it's not the real world. Yeah. Really? At all? Yeah, we are. I saw you were tweeting the other day that, like, um, what's his face? Tweeted out uh, the, the documentary guy. Um, that the NRA is a terrorist organization. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Michael Moore. Michael, yeah. Moore. Michael Moore. And I was like, that's not helpful. And I was like, wait, a lot whoa, of people whoa. are saying that. Because what is Before the Monsanto? <laughs> Before Monsanto? <laughs> Nate's like, at least get the right organization. Yeah, I was like, call an yeah. organization terrorist. <laughs> then, then Monsanto is North Korea, right? Okay. Well, I, well, Let's I'm just, just say it's like the problem is definitions matter, right? Yeah. Definition of harm. Definition of safety. Definition of violence definition of terrorism yeah what is the definition of terrorism i I, so i said that and i had nick newsham from uh he was the old singer of gatsby's american dream oh yeah we're friends or whatever and we argue on twitter and it's like a fun thing we do but he was like arguing with me about this like why would you defend the nra i'm like well well those who defend a witch are witches like come on i'm saying that that michael moore's accusation is not helpful because by definition, the NRA is not a terrorist organization. And he goes, "What? The NRA hasn't uh, harmed or hasn't armed, hasn't helped to arm people who have killed." And I go, "By that definition, the U.S. government is a terrorist organization." Yeah, yeah, yeah. really bad. Yeah, so yeah. like, well, but we have like, to be careful not, with no, our accusations. Yeah, but there's also I, I could I don't it might be not entirely true. Uh, let me say it seems that what I've seen is that. Almost none or no mass shooters ever have been NRA members. Is that the thing? Or is that true? No, I, I mean, I'm like, sure some I have, you know. Maybe they have. Yeah. I, I saw a thing today that was like, none of these guys, nobody, NRA people don't go shoot up schools. Yeah. NRA people they're are like gu- the responsible. They're gun enthusiasts. But, too. But, I have a, but. a good friend who is an NRA guy, and he would obviously yeah, I read <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. never do it. I read a yeah. statistic. And if you're gonna take, if you're gonna do this, you have to take it to the logical end. I believe you have to, you have to go just as crazy on every, everything else. Like most of these shooters, they've said they have, some, they're on some kind of crazy psychological med. So the pharmaceutical industry is a terrorist, is organization. A terrorist organization. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of these kids are on some crazy well, we we antidepressant. Look, Barack Obama is, was a terrorist. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> definitions matter, and and we we have a movement on the left. That seems to define everything subjectively. It does not matter what the definition of violence is. I felt violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I felt it, it, it was it was the violent offense, you know. And I'm like, yeah. that's not how you can how you can build and function in a civil society. It, you have to have definitions and ter- of terms. It made me want to pull my hair out, like unbelievable. Like the week after Trump was inaugurated, all of a sudden the media was covering war stuff again. Like stuff that we were doing in the Middle East is yeah. bad. All of a sudden, yeah. o- Obama's been there for eight years doing all the same shit yeah. that Trump is still like. It's well, just I mean, a continuation. Syria is a total nightmare. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. like for eight years, they just forgot. Uh, don't worry about it. No, they covered it. Not in the not the mainstream media. Well, not the way that they covered. Plenty of drones the, the, blowing people away. And nobody yeah, cared. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, they well, didn't care. But like Obama Trump's first yeah. weekend, it was like. The the thing that went wrong in uh, Lib- Libya he that bomb or Libya something from the or Egypt yeah. shit I can't remember yeah. so uninformed so food yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about the well, lame well, stream well, media no, I mean yeah it's frustrating you know that there's this I, I feel a shift I definitely feel a shift I feel like things have changed 
feel like the dialogue has changed, but it's frustrating. And I think there you, I feel like you're erring on the side of yelling because it's necessary, it's needed. But in the reality, you're getting treated like you stole millions of dollars. It turns out you back it all the way up and you filled up your plastic cup with a little bit of Sprite. Yeah. For free. Yeah, yeah. And snuck out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, I didn't. I ordered a water and I got a little soda. Which and is a great like, feeling. You yeah. murdered and raped a hundred people. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like no, serious allegations. I just, <laughs> serious. I just stole a little bit of soda from McDonald's. Come on. Let's be yeah. So there's real. a serious allegation though about me that In and Out is the best burger chain. Yeah. Ooh. That I that I hold true to that claim. I I used to think that. Well, what's your favorite burger chain? See, look, I can have a reasonable discussion about this. Well, I, I used to think I used to think that In and Out was the best, and yeah. then I went to In and Out three times in a row, and I got stale bread and the the food quality and the and the cardboard uh, uh, French fries, and I was like, I can't like this anymore. I have to make that is so bizarre. Did you go to the to same the same store three times in a row? No, it's three different ones. Three different ones. Yeah. Where at? Uh, trying was like to troubleshoot North, this. Northern California, Southern California, and like maybe Arizona. You like In N Out Burger? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. And uh, so, all right, my wife, Cassie, they put my wife, because they uh, put Bible you're verses. You're biased. You're biased. And I, th- I don't think you can be objective about. It. No, but I, they put I Bible can't. verses on the bottom. No, of listen, the cups. I loved In N Out. That's before, why he loves before it. Before I met Cassie, I was an In N Out enthusiast. Right. I just have learned more about it because she worked there, so she just told me a bunch of stuff about it that's very interesting to me. As a company, that's why it surprises me that you've had you had three bad experiences in a row like that. I told I told myself I'd never go back. That's so interesting because yeah, it really screwed me up. Because I've <laughs> never I've never had I've Those had are a some serious allegation. No, I've had a serious I've had a bad experience there, but then it's been since I was with Cassie and the way Cassie because she worked there for four years, she ain't having it, and she walks right back up there and says, basically, this is bullshit, and make us a new burger. And they do it, and then it comes out good. When that happens, they're like, really, like, oh, okay, we fucked up. Like, let's really pay attention to this wow, next she's, one. She's assertive. No, she, well, at she In and Out, she can handle you. <laughs> at In and Out, for sure. <laughs> no, she worked there for four years though, and it was the best job she ever had, and she loved it. And she just told me a lot of cool things, like the way they do their quality control, and like, like their buns are par baked. You know, they don't finish cooking until they're on the flat top, heating up and toasting. Okay. So that's why if you do get a good one, it tastes very fresh because right. it just got done baking. Right. Because the, in there, they uh, there's one bakery that bakes all their bread, Purity uh, Bakery. Okay. Which is a Southern California chain or bakery. But anyway, what is your favorite burger chain? That's what I'm interested in. You know what's funny? The best burger I've had in the last five years was a barbecue hickory barbecue burger at Applebee's. Okay. And oh. And and it was perfect, like medium on the verge of mid rare, like pink and juicy on the inside, uh-huh. and the whole thing bun through just melted in my mouth. And I remember, like, because it was my first time back to Applebee's in like ten years. I hadn't. Gone. Yeah. And I sat down and I was like, I'm gonna try one of these burgers. And I I like I told the person I was like, tell the chef. <laughs> the chef at Applebee. Nailed Give the app- the chef <laughs> my regards. So, Applebee. No, the funny thing is, I went back. I went back because I'm like, I gotta get yeah. that burger again, and they took it off the menu. So I think well, that was they it. Just I, I, I barbecue just, sauce. My man. diagnosis would be that you had a really good cook that night. I had a good. Cook, Not that yeah. the Applebee system for making a burger no, 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 is no, no, good, no. right? It's it's probably so. I yeah. I kind of even yeah. focus a little more on systems. 
probably in this regard. Right. When talking about chain burgers. I'm like McDonald's more, is a really good system. I don't think McDonald's is a good system. It's, I think it's incredibly inconsistent. That's my problem with what? McDonald's. I think I'm it's serious. The, the most consistent restaurant. Most on consistently shitty. No, like consistently. Like, I, I didn't are you know how a McDonald's apologist like Carter? My I, last name is McDonald's. I'm so just maybe. like I'm probably like everyone else is li- that's listening to this podcast right now. Like, how did we get? This <laughs> we're talking point. about food. We, like, I wanted to get to food. We're talking about the, the parallel is that people get just as worked up about food opinions, that, which is what I found to be very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've had even the past few weeks on Twitter doing the food, yelling about food every time I do it. There's a few times where there's somebody getting actually mad at me, really, angry. like, like mad, like in call, starting to get like sports teams with the, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like that, so. Um, Tribal man, yeah, it, it's weird. Um, but so, but that's way more fun to me. I, I was joking with Devin uh, Shelton from Emory that it'd be funny if we all got in a Twitter fight and it seemed real, like <laughs> like like, <laughs> like, like a real yeah yeah like a real Twitter fight that nobody could tell. Like like holy shit, like they're really going at it. Like somebody <laughs> come like up with a Taco Bell. Yeah, no, but somebody come up with a hard stance on an important issue and then just. Lay in each other. You no, know, it would be really funny though. <laughs> but it happens with food. It would be really funny if you coded it all to where it sounded like it was about something totally different. Yeah. And it was all about fast food, but the way you wrote all the tweets was like it was talking about like sexual harassment or something. Yes. Yeah. And at the end, you know, somebody spills the beans like that's why Arby's <laughs> is the best. Yeah. And then everyone goes, "Okay, you're right, you're fine." And then <laughs> yeah. you just piss Arby. off all these people. That think that you're just trolling the Me Too movement or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you would, you, you would have to. That's write really it. you'd have. Yeah, you'd have to write everybody. You got to send this tweet in this order, and yeah, like, yeah. here's where you tweet this. Or it whatever. reminds me of that video that uh, what's his face yeah. did. The guy. Did you see that video where um, I think it was the dude? Who's the guy that um, bought J- uh, Barry Bonds's ball and then put an asterisk in it? Oh, I don't know. That's amazing, <laughs> though. Do you, do you, who is that guy? I don't know. Ralph is like, uh, it was like, it's not Ralph Lauren, but it's yeah. like, uh, it's like a clothing guy that's big. Oh, well, anyway, <clears throat> he did. He faked. They rented a a, a, a giant plane um, that looked like Air Force One. They painted it to be Air Force One. Have you seen this video? No. This is like one of the best hoaxes of all time. This you is where we need a producer Twitter. that's like, hey, pull that up for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, pull that up. Hey, can you put? Hey. Yeah, you got that video. Yeah. Oh, here uh, we go. Yeah. Joe okay. Rogan status. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like it was it was like some big guy in the fashion business. He rents a giant plane, paints it to look like um, it's it's you know Air Force One, and then he has this like handheld video camera of these guys jumping over over the fence and spray painting "Still Free" on the plane, like tagging the plane, and then jumping over the fence they leaked the video and every major news network showing the video and it's all fake uh, oh it my was, god and, and they got every major new new but still free.com free advertising that's and he, great he was like uh, it cost me about a hundred thousand dollars to rent that to, yeah to pull that whole thing off and i got millions of dollars of free advertising that's great that's so, guerrilla marketing yeah that's guerrilla marketing <laughs> so you spend a, you know and you have, when you have a hundred grand to drop like that sure. on this funny thing but it, so uh, you're saying use this idea to advertise for the Twitter. badass badass food blog <laughs> yes create a bad a big fight that is just about arby's yeah yeah <laughs> really it looks like it, it goes viral. And yeah, at the yeah. End, it's the all, beef is good. 
it's like nugs for Carter, you know. Yeah. But it's like you know that kid that got free free. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Free chicken McNuggets yeah. at uh, Wendy's or whatever. But uh, those guys are my favorite because th- they do what I do with memes. They think of some way to to meme to society. To manipulate yeah. all you of know? society's yeah. pathologies. Like, w- like what what makes society react the most? Like your memes about Donald Trump during the election mashed up with nostalgic film references from our childhood yeah. was the most poignant yeah. w- way to do it because it was like, there's something I recognize. Oh my gosh, there's Trump, and they're mi- they're they're working together yeah. to create this critique that I believe in, and so like there it was so many layers of empathy for it that it was just shared immediately. And like, it was an alternate idea, 1985, the gambling, just the gambling society. Sure, sure, the, just the the Biff. Uh, Everyone's worst fears. Whatever book it was, whatever. What was the book? The World Almanac. World Almanac. The Sports Almanac. Sports Almanac. And and Biff was Trump. And that was the meme that basically got like 40 million views on (laughs) Facebook. Because Nate hit it like right (laughs) at the perfect time. What's funny too is is that like I read back later that he, you know, the director based Biff on Trump. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Biff in the future as a millionaire was based on Trump. Oh, God. So he dressed like him. He looks like him. It was totally. Uh, it was. It was, it was, it was, was a meme game. already. It was already. Yeah. It was already a meme. Yeah. All I did was like, generically did cut it. in some. What I'm speeches. saying is, you could you if you can figure out a free way, to to, to play a practical joke on society on social media. Yeah. Or badass food blog. You have. It would be <laughs> awesome. It would be awesome. But the you know kind of like you pull have to a film of. Yeah, some so, something like the spray painting to Air Force One or. Oh man, I thought that was just genius. Stillfree.com. <laughs> I still the remember the name of the dumb website because <laughs> of the plane, right? It's been years later, and it's still burned in my head. The, the badass food blog idea is hard because I want it to appeal to a really large audience. You know, like I don't want my bullshit to yeah, get wrapped up into it. Political, yeah, yeah, like, like, like so bacon. I'd, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to make fun bullshit. of things and like make people feel a little bit dumb. But then, like, pull them in and be like, "But it's okay. But here's a good we, recipe. We we can fix. But it. I love we you. Can help you out. We we can help. But like an intervention almost. <laughs> <clears throat> that. But that is like I've been. If you're friends with me on Facebook, the only time I ever post on Facebook is like posting, like sharing a a dumb food video and just like ranting and like being mad about it. Like this is so stupid. <laughs> like why? Just like. Well, we talked about that in the previous podcast. The guy that hoaxed uh, uh, TripAdvisor to be the number one restaurant in London. Yeah, you saw that one. Yeah, I did. I read that whole the story. It was great. We that's that's how you pull a joke to get your food vlog number one by <laughs> like at the end of that you plug what you're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those guys are genius though. That's like a six month joke. Six month prank. It, got, it like got out of hand. They're like, oh yeah. shit, like. <laughs> Yeah, I got the president calling me to book a table. Yeah, that's really <laughs> funny though. That that yeah, that whole thing is great. Yeah, I don't know how to. Tra- yeah, how do you translate that into uh, a recipe video? But that's how. <laughs> but that's how easy it is to fool people. Well, it was like I would say, especially the local news. You could definitely. Oh, oh they're local news so easily. stupid. But uh, yeah, because they'll buy anything. Yeah. If, if it's local, but uh, Nate oh, and I, man. Nate and I were working with this company that was doing these. Um, we did a bit of marketing consulting because Nate was really good at these because of that yeah no I was about to actually ask I'm surprised you didn't get a job out of well we we try we we did we did get some jobs 
But the problem is we hate working with clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we ha- it's like, well, they don't so want to pay anything. You want to grease. They, they we, I have to constantly grease the wheels and I'm not good at people managing. And so like I could sell them and then they would like, they would like wane in their interest or want to change things. Yeah. I'm not really good with deal. I'm just like, let us do our thing and we'll do it good. Yeah. Anyway, so we were working with this food company that did this uh, food deliveries. And we were thinking about making tasty videos. Yeah. The BuzzFeed tasty videos are the big thing that you're, you know, uh-huh. looking at online and you just want to watch them because they look so clean. And yeah. Put together a, a, but we were thinking, why don't we do a parody version of that? So it looks yeah. just like a tasty video. But it's your guys' food, and it goes into a box, and it gets shipped to someone. That's pretty good. But yeah. um, I, I'm just saying, you could probably do that with Badass Food Blog, but instead of being so clean and whatever, it's, like, super sloppy and badass. <laughs> There's that, or... <laughs> it, like, starts I, out looking really or, good. Well, you know how they're just always, like... They, they really are just stupid recipes. Like, it's just shit nobody really... You're not going to cook it. Is cooking or whatever thing to cook, or, like... There's just always like a better version. It's like derivative of something right. that's that, like like bacon wrapped spaghetti, for instance. Right, which right. I just made that up. He found a picture of it. It exists. <laughs> like that just sounded funny to me. I was like, yeah. What if I was like bacon wrap? They're talking about a Kickstarter video. If if you go watch it, um, it's on there. But yeah, I found like, bacon wrapped spaghetti bites. Yeah, no. and so that's just so ridiculous. Yeah. But there, you know, everything exists. If you know anything about uh, Italian food and spaghetti, you know there's you know, spaghetti carbonara, or you can make it sauce. with yeah. rigatoni, so you know different things or whatever. But it has bacon in it, yeah. and it's great, and it's just food. So like, learn how to cook that, <laughs> and then if you really need to get drunk and wrap it up in sp- in bacon, yeah. okay, that's fine. That's why, like, whenever, it's like, not I better though. No, whenever, <laughs> but whenever I see like a, a a really amazing chef like on a show, like say David Chang, like doing drunk foods, it's just ridiculous. It doesn't bother me, right? Because I know he knows how to make, <laughs> right, the real shit. Yeah, he's just fucking around. He's like hybriding he's, some like some like instant ramen. Yeah, he's making yeah. cacio e pepe with instant ramen right, or something. Right, he did right. that or whatever. That's fun and and playful. But all the those tasty videos. Were for people that don't even know any basics of cooking, it's, like they can't roast a chicken. Well, it just appeals to their like desire. They yeah, have, and it's like a do- it's like a dopamine hit, and it's not something they'll ever actually do. What so, you're what you're trying to do is teach people how to make food that they can actually like do. you can do this right now tonight. Yes, and, and you'll in, and it'll taste better than whatever's in that tasty video. My that idea for the good, tasty style video is to do not stupid food by badass food blog. <laughs> And it'd be like, because, you know, it's like always from above and or whatever. And it'd be like chicken in a, a whole chicken, salt, put it in the oven. <laughs> 425 degrees, 70 minutes. Yeah. Pull it out. Eat. Tasty. <laughs> Super simple. Yeah. 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 But salt, that was, butter, yeah, yeah. oven. But that the, yeah. the, the idea of the roast chicken, Bourdain talks about this. He, 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 one of his like, uh, mantras or talking points it always says like basically if by the time you're out of fourth grade if you can't roast the chicken you should be ridiculed and shamed <laughs> by your like it should just be everybody should just because then if you can roast a chicken when you're in college you right. can cook for your friends right like you can go to the store and get a chicken for a factory chicken if you want yeah Nate, five for bucks. five dollars yeah. and Ugh. and some kosher salt and roast it and your college friends are like, "Whoa, this is great!" Roast and, the and, chicken, and, and you can feed them all for yeah, it's cheaper yeah. than pizza. Yeah, it's a very basic, yeah. wonderful thing. And then learn, 
and then you just throw some vegetables around the outside, or, and the juices come down, yeah. and cook those carrots and potatoes, yeah. or whatever you want, and or it's delicious vegetables. You want to get to my wife's favorite meal on earth? You roast the chicken, then you learn how to, learn how to make mashed potatoes. Oh You're good. You just have roast chicken mashed potatoes. If that's the only thing you ever learn how to cook, well, people would love you. And then my wife, well, my wife, what we do is we take the bones. We boil them, we make stock. There you go. And then we have amazing stock for soup. Yeah. That will make a huge thing yeah. of soup that well, will last a week. Not only yes. that, but you get so you get so much out of the chicken. Bone broth, real good bone broth is like one of the healthiest things you can eat. The bone broth thing is hilarious to me. Whenever the bone broth thing started happening, <laughs> you know, all my cook friends were like, "Isn't broth you mean made of bones? You mean chicken stock?" <laughs> I know, wait, like, we're like, we're. I oh, mean, all my cook. Wait, people are just drinking chicken stock now because <laughs> you make, make it every day in a restaurant. Yeah, we make our broth yeah. out of bones. Yeah. Every day, if you're in a any decent restaurant, is making chicken and beef broth like on a daily basis. <laughs> so I was like, wait, hold, everybody's just now discovering like what? What's <laughs> well, happening? Sure, sure, but I mean, everyone used to do that, and then everyone started buying their crappy store bought. Yeah, the cubes. And yeah, stuff. We, no, eh. we're coming out of a generation of like, and my mom's a great cook and stuff. Like she can cook. She cooked for us growing up, but it was still a generation of like we weren't. I, I don't know. It's w hard to describe. It yeah. was the TV dinner generation. Well, it was and like post-war, and it was like all this packaged goods and like canned stuff that yeah. we used for war. And then it was like TV generation, like yeah. convenience, and like we can really our technology and our advancements yeah. really make this. The easy. microwave and, came out. And you think about this, like feminism, birth control. These things allowed women to go into the workplace and like manage their families. And so, okay, Jordan Peterson. No, but they weren't stuck. <laughs> They weren't stuck in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. Working all day doing this old school kind of like. Yeah, lifestyle. like my mom is and Southern so they, and can't make biscuits. I make, I know how to make biscuits. <laughs> my mom can't make biscuits because biscuits in a can became a thing. Well, and, and we love them. And they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what you're going to Matt's taking a drink break right now. No, I've We're got talking biscuits. <laughs> I, but, yeah. Well, so I, I guess I kind of want to hone this in. So, you and I, so I kind of saw this thing you were doing. Yeah. And I kind of thought, okay. You know, I need more fun, creative content outlets. We live down the street from we each other. We live down the street from each yeah. other. We, and we just ended up kind of like just Bitcoins just in a bear market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do something. Not Bitcoin, Tron. We all thought we were going to like be so good by now. We're going to be so like, rich. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, March comes around? Like, shit. I might be like buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> if everything that happens the way Nate yeah. says it's gonna happen, like, our know. our text thread really died out there. Oh, in no, all of them died. All of them died. I was on like ten Bitcoin texts, and they all. So you all were died. just texting all day about Bitcoin. It, so, everyone was texting me. Yeah, it was just like so. Bitcoin, Bitcoin's in a bear market. You have some extra time on your hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I well, I was like, you know, this whole podcast we've been talking about starting things, making things making shit happen and uh i was just like you know the hardest part about these kind of projects is finding somebody whose skills suit yours and yours suit them yes and like you know matt and i've matt's kind of a go-getter get get her done kind of guy just like hey let's start a podcast and two minutes later got the domain yeah <laughs> uh ready to record yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, it just happens so quickly. And then I have a lot of friends in town who are like me, who are kind of big vision kind of people. Yeah. Think way too much about Oh, Nashville, everyone's got all sorts of things that you're going to work on them with, you know? Yeah. 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 I hate those people. Yeah. (laughs) And like, do something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, and then you text me back, oh, I already got 10,000 followers on a food blog. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. We should have been hanging out months ago. Well, you know I, like I, mean? I said, like, I've been get wa- all the hard work because that's the hardest part is getting people stuff to care. Started, yeah. Starting, just start I, anywhere. I've been wanting to launch an actual food blog with good content, but I like the whole time I'm like, okay, I don't want to just like post recipes or like, yeah, whatever. Take pic- I mean, anybody can do that. I was like, it'd be great to have great video content, but I was like, I don't know how to do any video stuff. And then I've been just busy doing other shit. I started barbecue, bit whatever. Um, but I hit you up and I said, "Hey, yeah. hey, I want to learn how to barbecue." And you're like, "I've been thinking about doing barbecue classes." Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Right. Oh, you yeah. Could, you guys could do total like a uh, uh, webinars. That's like, so that's part of the one of the packages on the Kickstarter. You if you sell, go there, you sell, sell a webinar of how you do barbecue. I think people would pay a lot of money for that because your barbecue is yeah. Really, the only problem good. with that, is, and this is just figuring out how you monetize content. There's so much good barbecue content. Like you can go. Aaron Franklin has a PBS series that they did. Uh, Aaron Franklin's the Franklin Barbecue in Austin, right? The most famous four hour line. I think you can go look at his thing on PBS and like it's pretty informative or whatever. And then he has a book or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I think it's more like the BC con thing. You you bring people together. People like to pay money to have an experience where they're in where they're in right area with other people like a personal hand like a groupon (laughs) well no yeah so the idea the barbecue Barbecue. class idea it would be really fun to get 10 or 15 people they pay and then you find somewhere that you go and like you're gonna make barbecue all day together yeah like hey start to finish we're gonna build a fire we're gonna gonna trim the ribs or whatever we're we're gonna cook that day and then we're gonna cook it and then we're gonna have a party at the end right and it'll be great but that's the idea and then to make that into good video content like while you're doing all that, you're also filming that. Filming every that, time, yeah, every yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be filming that. But I, but I was, I hit you up because I was like thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I get in a rush a lot. I want to make. I, I'm interested in the health of food. I believe food. Let food be, be thy medicine. I believe in that. And I've done a lot of research about you know just growing gardens. I've grown gardens the last couple of years. Have some land. And I thought I want to learn more about enjoying the cooking process and cooking yeah. food because it, it, it's a it's a tedious thing it requires a lot of patience and it requires a lot of discipline to just do it the right way yes and so i was like hey i'll h- how about i do video content for your food blog yeah or your f- just for your barbecue or whatever yeah your first idea was for barbecue yeah and i was like yeah. well i've been wanting to watch this launch the food blog why don't we just do that and do like yeah. little cooking videos and you already had one yeah yeah exactly <laughs> which is easier yeah <laughs> right hey We're this not... thing already exists it, it's you funny you bring it down the hill it's funny you bring up the process of cooking and trying to enjoy that like i i enjoy the process of cooking way more than i do eating yeah like i really do like I, I call it um cooking postpartum like if i have people over for dinner and i cook something that takes me like two or three hours to prepare I'm have so much fun the whole time I'm making it. Really? And then as soon as we sit down and eat it and everybody's done eating in 10 minutes, I'm like crushed. You're depressed. I'm really depressed. Like what do you do? Yeah, like fuck. I did now it's just over. <laughs> Dessert. <And laughs> 
Nah, you have to enjoy the process. No, yeah. but that's like, and that's like, you know, if you're cooking in a restaurant, you get to do the process over and over and over. Right, over. right, right. Like, you're, you're never sitting down to eat with the people. Right. It's just the orders keep coming in, so you just get to keep doing that, which that's its own kind of hell. Right. That can make you hate it, right? Sure, sure. Um, but, no. Like a marathon of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing right now. Yeah. Right here, right now. What, what's yeah, the next so episode we're recording? <laughs> what topic? What's the next topic? Um. But no, the process is way more fun to me. So I would, the the eating good food part is where I'm yelling about where I think you should eat on Twitter or right. like recommending. Uh, a lot of what I want to do is just talk about the re- like we've talked about Yelp. Like I yeah. don't like Yelp. Yeah. You like Yelp. I'm not a fan of Yelp. I like more curated resources. Sure. So sure. like I know certain food writers or bloggers. You don't like crowdsourced. Not really, and I'm not saying that they don't get it right sometimes. Shed knowledge, but man. the difference between like a 4.8 and a 4.9, yeah, well, it could be like. But you have I to want you have to take in a multivariate uh, uh, analysis of of number one where you are, yeah, in the country. Number one, number two, when you re- when I read someone's review, I can kind of get a taste for who they are nah. and yeah, whether yeah, yeah. or not I should listen to it. And the negative reviews sometimes tell me more about a restaurant. If it's good, then the positive ones. Yeah, so I'll read I, the I negative understand. Reviews yeah, but that's a, yeah. Go, but you oh, have this idiot. But see, Matt, you have a lot of energy to dig through that stuff. <laughs> the average person's like got about. I'm not two just th- looking at the stars. I'm looking at the reviews. But yeah, but average person's dishes. got like 30 seconds to make the decision. Yeah, they're not going to read I, anyone's negative reviews. And I think the thing about Yelp is I've been in places in the country where I'm like looking, and I look at it's like five stars, and I look, Taco Bell. Sure. Come on, five star Yelp review. Like, well, they had well, a really good no, experience. Look, I'll got some great chefs. I'll like, use oh, Yelp. I don't need in this. If I'm Chalupas, we're on point. No, if I'm if I'm oh. in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Anthony Bourdain's never been there, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, right, where's the decent restaurant here? <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. Yelp, I can Yelp can be. Useful, I, I can find the taco I, I truck Yelp. that's really good. Yeah. I do Yelp and Google. Yeah. And and I, I just read what other people say. And sure. It doesn't mean I take their advice no i know yeah but i, it's I can difficult analyze, to I can sort get, through i can get a picture of what the restaurant is by reading it all and either disagreeing or, yeah or, or thinking that they're competent we're about yeah. to go on tour but like when we go to hollywood or we have a, we, i think we have a day off in la i don't know if we're gonna stay in la but whatever we have a night at least in hollywood right like my initial thought isn't like okay let me yelp and see where i need to eat after the show no, I no, think no. I know, think we know in LA yeah, and New York. I think yeah. I think where does Roy Choi? I'm who, just saying in Minot, yeah. North Dakota, I can read Yelp reviews totally. and it'll help me I figure will, it out. Yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah. Totally it's, it's a resource, that, but people use it as the source. Yeah, they don't use it well. And I mean, some of the review, the people that review are just like, "Good lord, just shut the fuck up." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The same. Well, okay, you don't know like fuck one star. About. Food was delicious, but the service was a little slow. Yeah, yeah. I do. And I'm like, hey. I do this all the time. (laughs) I feel like I do this all the time on Amazon. I need something, something specific. I always have creative projects going on, and it's like digging through the reviews to figure out, does this product actually work? Because the way Amazon does it, it'll have a four and a half stars, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, only 60% of people gave it a four Mm. star. Hmm, 40% of the people hated this thing. Yeah. And then you look, and you're like, no, 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 something's wrong here. And you, but but most people just see four and a half stars. Yeah. Do Amazon drop in the cart. Yeah, boom. and I don't do that on Amazon. Well, what I'm saying is 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 everything from an LED light bulb. More, I always think to more information is better. It doesn't mean that all the information is good. It's just that I have a better 
I have I have more data points to analyze. I'm just saying it's difficult if 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 what you do with Yelp is what I do with Amazon, you can get to the good yeah. thing. It takes a lot of work to get. Well, to that's what yeah, I guess. What I'm saying, if I know, if let, let's say I'll take five people that I really trust in food. Uh, Michael Ruhlman, who's a food writer, uh, Bourdain is just impeccable, like all the time. Uh, let's say Andrew Zimmern, he's really good. You like bizarre foods, Andrew Zimmern? He, yes, I do. Really, I do like him. I like him a lot. Why? Uh, well, because he knows a lot about food, and he kind of reviews s- restaurants. No, but if he eats somewhere and the way he talks about it, like he recommends it, like it usually works out pretty good. Really? So, I mean, he's not as high on my list as like a Ruleman or a Bourdain. Um, David Chang's another one. Anyway, what I'm saying, if Bourdain is like... What yeah, about, there's What about Phil? Who's Phil? Someone feed Phil or whatever. That, oh, yeah. I've watched him a little bit. Anybody, can, any idiot can stumble across a good noodle shop in Bangkok. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure he's got producers. Yeah, they they would do whatever. But Bourdain, it's like if Bourdain says uh, this noodle shop in Seattle is so rad. Like, oh, if he's on camera eating, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, baby, it, oh yeah. Then, you know, then I'm like, yeah. I don't need to go to Yelp. Well, you've seen him put so many bites of food in his mouth. Yeah, you can watch his reaction. And I and I've eaten at a ton of places that he's been to early, like being a, a Bourdain enthusiast early on. Like I just when I was traveling around, I was like, oh, Bourdain went here. I'm going to start trying it. And I, I figured out very quickly, like, oh, we have very similar palates about yeah. what we're like greasy burgers. And so, like he likes a lot of the same stuff that I'm he likes street into. food. He likes street yeah, food. street food, yeah. noodle, Asian noodles, yep. like nuts for Asian. Noodles. I'm, yep. I fucking Me too. love Remember in Queens, we went to that place after the show. Yep, that oh, Taiwanese. Taiwanese, and we had that Taiwanese beef noodle soup. It was amazing, and it was just like, yeah, wow. beef bone broth. That's the shit that I live for. Yeah, it's right there, where yeah. where you don't know. We walked down the street, and we were like, I'm just like, I just right know in. it's gonna be great. Yeah, and we didn't check Yelp. Well, you could just smell it. Yeah, and then you see the dishes, and there was like, there those like classic. And you look around, dishes. you're the only white people speaking yeah, and English. Yeah, you're the only white people. Like and you know, you're literally, it was we were it. We looked yep. like idiots in there. Yep, I only, I love that. I only ever want to be the idiot white guy. Yes, in in an authentic ethnic restaurant. Yes. <laughs> oh man, you know what's funny is like the well, Bourdain wannabe. I remember. Exactly. I remember being in Italy on our honeymoon, and it was hard to find the real stuff. In it Italy, it's Italy, very it's really hard. hard. Nate, my my brother used to go to Milan and uh, whatever. He was a fashion. He we got a microwave meals and we walked out. He worked for Nordstrom, and he would go to these fashion shows because he was he was part of the designer team for Nordstrom, and he's he would come back ranting and raving about Italy sucks, the hotels are garbage, and the food is terrible. I doubt <laughs> that. <laughs> and I'm like, you're doing something what? wrong, buddy. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like. Dude, it's not good. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. Everywhere I go, it's like four-hour meal, and it's just garbage. and Microwave meals. Yeah. No, but, like, if you are in the touristy areas, and I found this, like, even when we were in, uh, man, we were in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were having a hard time finding good food. You got to really get in. When I was in Barcelona, I had the best food of my life. I don't But we had people tell, we had people. You got to get into the neighborhoods. Yeah, so. You got to. Like, if you watch a Rome episode of, like, Bourdain, like, they are, they're getting in deep to yeah. Where you'd never think to walk in neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah you'd never even think. But you need. I think I agree with you though, because you need a guy. It's funny because Dan actually was getting off a bus, 
in uh Dan Coke. in Venice. No, not in Venice. Uh uh what's the other one? Um all the art in Italy. Not Venice. Uh uh Florence. 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 Yeah. 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 And, he, and 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 someone was like, "Hey, are you in Sherwood?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> okay. And then and then Sam and I were there literally a couple months later and he took us around all of Florence. You know, a local guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he worked at the sam- this famous sandwich shop right there in nice. Florence. And uh, gave us all this like just these great sandwiches, but then took us out to dinner the other night, the, the next night with all his friends, and they all share the meal together, and they, everyone splits it. It's not like oh, you know, everyone orders. They all know what to order. So yeah. communal. Oh, so communal. Oh, that's and then, great. And then the, See, the, this the is, dessert liqueur comes out at the end, and everyone's this like, "This is the Ooh. dream for the badass food blog yeah, that we yeah. can somehow take this on the road at one day." And experience that. Well, we shit. got this ride right here. You would drive it over the ocean We're in the motorhome <laughs> to right Italy. Now. <laughs> well, no, I love that. That's great. I'm Peru. so happy that you had that experience. Like that makes yeah, me so happy for you. Well, we were we were in Orvieto, a small town, yeah. and it was like, and it was on the way from Florence to Rome. Okay. So we stop in. We take this tram up a hill, and we we're walking through. We have Literally, it's on this hill, and it's got stone around the top, and it's like an edge. You could fall off and fall down. It's like this small little town on a hill. And so anyway, we, we were trying to get to our, uh, our hostel, our little room. It's all the way at the back, and everything's closing down. It's that time, you know how that in Europe everything kind of closes at that, that twilight hour. Everything's kind of closed. Yeah, yeah. Like and then they open like, up later. Yeah, like five, like ten. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, five o'clock to like eight or nine. Yeah, it's just like, a little what the fuck? And so it's getting dark, and nobody speaks English. And we're walking through, and we keep seeing these little signs to where our place is. And then finally, like I, I, I roll into this like convenience store, and I'm like, uh, and they're like. No, you know, you know, no one speak. I'm like, crap. I'm like, so we finally find this place, and then like it's like this dark alley. It's like hundred, you know, thousand years old, and I'm like creeping down this alley, and I finally knock on this door, and this light comes on, and she's like, oh, I know where you should eat. I think that's one of the first things that she says to us, and so we go and we have this just amazing Italian dinner with wine, and it, it was just. The olive oil was just like, oh, I bet. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, Sam, it's all about the small towns. Yeah, there's nobody that speaks English here. Nothing shitty. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's been yeah. the same way for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean like, Ven- like yeah. the those sit like it Rome so and Venice good, and though. Florence are like. Uh, the tourist traps are it's, so it, it's worse than but it's, it's so worse hard. than New York City. Yeah. In New York City, the tourist trap is Times Square. Yeah, once you get out of there, it's yeah. it's nothing like. You're you not gonna get fucked food, over that bad. You can even hit food carts, food carts in the area. Yeah, exactly. And, and it'll be fine. Right. But like, I yeah. mean, in Sabaro even is okay. In New York, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> don't talk. Don't talk about Sabaro. That just reminds me of Michael Scott when he walks in. He goes, <laughs> "My favorite, get the, <laughs> yeah, favorite, my, get a New York slice." Yeah, <laughs> Sabaro. <laughs> and he lives two hours away from the city. Like he's such a fucking idiot. That's real. That that. Encompass so much about Michael Scott as oh, a person yeah. and a character. Yeah. Like yeah. he loves chilies and he goes <laughs> to New York to get his favorite New York slice tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but I would say though that like I remember being there the whole time, going, Sam, I've toured for ten years and I'm having a hard time not knowing. Like I don't 
I we keep getting suckered. This isn't authentic food. Yeah. This is so frustrating. Yeah. It's like we need somebody with like, you know, we need an in-ear monitor like, okay, yeah. turn left and then go right and then you'll see a little hole in the wall. I, so, don't, so don't get suckered by Tasty. No. No, I, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying it's the same thing. Like, it's the it, same though. mentality Yelp, though. Right. Yelp the, the tourist trap, the, t- the Tasty videos are the same mentality and the same person they're going after that I, I don't want to be mean. Person. Yeah, they don't want to think too much. They yeah. want it to be right there in front of them. And so, and, and this is the thing, like, even with all the resources out there, all the great food TV, like Alton Brown's coming back, like Good Eats, yeah. like the best fucking cooking show. How could you ask for a better cooking show? But so much of the stuff he's doing, like, normal people aren't going to do. Right. Like, they're just not going to take the time to they're do it. They're going to sous vide their stuff. So there's still uh <laughs> Well, I have a sous vide machine now. It's fucking great. <laughs> well, I'd like to do some sous vide videos for people that have it. But Badass sous vide blog. Yeah, well, like, get hey, sign up if you want these videos. We'll just email them to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, regardless of all that content, for whatever reason, uh, and, and we showed you the Kickstarter video, like, I literally had, like, my my best friend that I've known for 20 years now, he texts me on Thanksgiving, and he's like, our turkey is, like, screwed, man. And he's like, well, the recipe, like, told me to put it. It's like this oven bag we put it in. Uh, and like, Yeah, have you, have you never heard of this? I've never there, done that. There's these things called oven bag. You can buy them at Kroger. <laughs> They're at Kroger. And But people cook chickens and turkeys and stuff in oven bag. And it's not like cooking, um, Why you know. Why would you want to steam a bird? Why would you want to put it in plastic? plastic? It's not plastic. It's like. This is why I, I don't, don't know what they're made of, but this is why I don't. It's the same reason I don't wet brine. I don't. You're not. I, I dry brine. My, I dry brine everything, but but like, I'm not opposed to. I like wet brine for some fi- stuff. It's but yeah. fine, but I just I don't like the concept of adding liquid when there's so much liquid in the fat. Well, but turkey. I mean, this Turkey's is all we could do. Bird, a whole, right? I guess. Uh, <laughs> episode on the turkey i mean i i understand the wet brining of the turkey and then you're, you're air drying it anyway and it's hard to keep a turkey i i lather the shit out of mine in an herb duck fat and i spatch i'd separate the legs from the breast you too. spatchcock well it's not even a spatchcock it's a total separation so it's two different pans or a big pan side by oh, side really? so i'm cooking the breast on their bone yeah. and then the legs separate yeah because the back gets a little soggy anyways if you got it yeah so i, I do that and then you can pull the breast because the breast is going to get done quicker than the legs yep so you pull the breast what about out. a wild turkey yeah but what i do is i um, never cooked a wild turkey we can go to my property so, and shoot one so That'd be fun. what i've done what i've done before is um you wrap the legs in foil at, yeah. at a certain point so they cook a little faster. Yeah, that's like a and then, barbecue trick. People, and then you, you pull do that and barbecue, then you, and then you pull it out, and mm. and the breast is moist while the legs yeah. Are but how do you get that leg skin crisp? You got to crisp that leg skin back up, back up, right? You do, you do. Yeah, yeah okay. Like end, broil yeah. it or something. Yeah. But see how hard yeah. it is. See how hard <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is difficult. It's difficult to cook. It's difficult to find the place. And I would say, you know, um, I had a crisis in Europe. I literally was telling Sam, I'm like. It's some. It, maybe it's pride. Maybe whatever it is. But I always. I like to know where to go. Yeah, I like to yeah, know yeah. the place. You know, I li- I don't like to be fooled. I do yeah. not like to be suckered into tourist traps. Oh no. And I, God. When you buy in. food and it sucks. I we, know. We hit the worst, the worst feeling. We hit like yeah. a microwave meal place in Rome, and I was like, damn it. 
And I literally argued with the guy because half of it was frozen. I'm like, this came out of the microwave, bro. I don't want this. And then he tried to charge us. Yeah. And, and then they didn't speak English. And they were like, well, he, you know, he ate it. And I'm like, no, he took it back. Yeah. He tried to get me a microwave meal. I'm not paying for this. That was back when the Euros were, you know, killing us. And then he got arrested. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but Nate it was. Summer in no, Italian prison. Is, like, it's frustrating to not know. It's frustrating to have Please, the desire yeah. to know, to do the effort, to dig through all those Amazon reviews and still get scammed. Yeah. And if, you know, what what is this? Yeah. Where'd this come from? I thought all the reviews were great. How did I get shit on? Cook uh. it yourself. Right. <laughs> I love you want to be the guy. I want to help. Oh, I'd like to help along with all the other great people already trying to help. But yeah, people are still void of that information somehow. So and how can I, I think there's room. Help? How can people help us? Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. You know how they can help. All right, we we we're doing a Kickstarter, right? Yeah, we got a kick. <laughs> we did make a video. No, so this episode will come out and it should be probably live. I think right the Kickstarter. Before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It will be live. Yeah, the Kickstarter will be up. Yeah. So go to the you Kickstarter. Guys consult me about this before you. I'd love to it. consult you. Yeah, actually, we're gonna consult the Kickstarter king over here. <laughs> um, Just an idea. But the badassfood.net. Is that at the the website? You're yeah. <laughs> You're not really selling me. Ba- hold on, sorry. Hold How on. do I know with Brian? I'm not pre- uh Badass food. Badassfood.net. Dot net. Yeah. Um, we'll have a link up there, or you can go to, or you can go to Kickstarter and search it. Uh, badass food blog. Yeah, badassfood.net, or just go to Kickstarter and look for it. We're trying to launch the blog like really well. Yeah. Like not just okay. Here's a wrote about the chicken or whatever. Nate is really great at video work and content and editing and being entertaining and funny with uh, video work, right? Yeah. 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 Memes and shit. When you tell me. Uh, 40 million views. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, stillfree.com. No, bro. so we, we want to make some really great <laughs> content, but we're going to spend a little money to do that with yeah, yeah. ingredients. I want to learn how to cook. That's and whole, Nate I, does want to learn how to cook. That's the so whole... This is, Reason. He's kind of kind of be like my pupil. It's like cooking for dummies, but it's like not it's it's like cooking badass food. It's it's going to be great. Yeah. It's it's going to be great stuff that you can execute and actually like it's we'll a probably do like even operation. Even, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably do Yeah, yeah, we're not trying to make any money. We're just trying to get enough money to basically buy ingredients for the enough start, video start for the rest thing. of the year. That that's kind of the way I think the of it. Hopefully the Bourdains come to us. Yeah, so then we'll get some like cool like sponsorships that'll like pay us to like plug their chicken. <laughs> Right? Springer Mountain Farms, baby. Springer Mountain's horse shit. You're not. Whoa. Hey, chill whoa, out. What if they want to. Yeah. All right. It's it's not real pastured chicken. Come oh, on. One time I said <laughs> one time I said pasteurized instead of pasteurized that. chicken. <laughs> Nate, la- Nate laughed at me. <laughs> no, it's, but not, look. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's OK. OK. It's OK. That's fine. If your chickens if, need a pasture, they yeah. need a coop. There's lots of yeah. They needed pasture. Look, you'd, you'd if you want to help out, and it's not a charity. If you buy a t-shirt or yeah, help some us. cool packages help like uh, I'll come to your house and cook dinner, a couple of those types of things. We've done ninety something free episodes for you suckers <laughs> out there. <laughs> well, go and help the Nate least Marin. you can do is kickstart our food um, blog. <laughs> and, no, we're but we're gonna make good stuff that'll yeah, be yeah. useful to you and entertaining. That, and I will go ahead. No, that's the point. It's not. What do they get? What do they get? Like, what's the minimum package? And there's one that's like a you know tip jar package. If okay, you just what, what's throw like twenty five bucks? Yeah, a t shirt about. We haven't uh, 
landed on well, the design not. yet. But by this he'll time, know. he'll know the price. What food rate? Like food related. Food related. So everybody, and this only applies if you're in Nashville, really, unless you want to travel. But everybody gets an invite to our hog roast. We're gonna do. You're gonna do whole hog. We're gonna do a whole hog roast. Barbecue to, to celebrate. If, if we get funded to celebrate the um, the food blog will probably already be launched by then, but we're gonna do a big party and if you back you it you'll it be in invited. Uh, we'll have to build a hog pit. You're gonna do it in the ground. Yeah, yeah, not in the ground, but we'll get some cinder blocks and I have the grill yeah, grate. Yeah, yeah, I I was with the dude that did that with Big Daddy. Yeah, we, I did one a few yeah. years ago. It went. It was great. Do it's the Hawaiians do the best? They take pig, a while. Pig roast. They take a while to do it. Yeah it, yeah, it depends on how big your pig is. Yeah. Uh, the one we did a couple years ago took 12 hours. It was amazing. So a whole hog roast. That'll pig. be every backer. Even if you only give a dollar, we're going to invite you. Oh, so just you, Yeah, just so come, come on out. Eat eat whatever you want of this. Yeah, yeah. Come on out. So this badass food. Yeah. Uh, all, so all what, backers. What about, are you going to invite them to teach them how to do it? You could come hang out. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good only idea. it's exclusive. Oh wait, hold on. All right, <laughs> you got to give the people who give money. This is a difficult because we're recording this before yeah. it's launched and we haven't landed on well, all the part packages. Of that, that's part of the podcast. No, there's a barbecue. There's a barbecue class package on there. So yeah. it uh, could be that. Well, I mean, how many people are gonna whole hog in their lifetime? No, that's not saying that's not super useful to people. Yeah, yeah. But ribs, that's really useful. Sure. A lot of people would like to know how to do ribs better. Sure. So. Um, you could also make whatever sides you're going to do for it. Like you do, yes. you were doing the pimento cheese. Yeah. The hog um, roast is just to have a party. Sure. And, yeah. and say thank you. Sure. If we get funded. So cool. Um, a couple, you know, come to your house, cook you a romantic dinner, or there's like a dinner party package where I'll come cook a badass, like 10 person. And you actually know what you. you're doing. You do cater and you do. Barbecue yeah. 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 You, I, you run stuff. It's so going to be good. I guess I'd have good. to film it. Yeah. Oh. And with all that, we'll do all the will create more good content. You know content what's funny too. is I filmed a bunch of weddings that have great food and then they send us in the back to eat the like vendor food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the worst. Oh, here, here's food a cool thing and this ever. is on there. I don't know if anybody will do it, but my wife works for an airline, I won't say which one, but I fly for free. Uh so there's a few on there where I'll go to wherever you live. If you happen and to be that big of yeah. if you be if you happen to be that big of a fan of what we do and or yeah. you know, as if he's burning or whatever. If sure. you give if you give Aaron a donor boner, he donor will boner. he will fly <laughs> to cook you place. a dinner party uh-huh. or whatever yeah, for your all your friends, friends or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. But it has That's to crazy. be a big donor boner, right? Yeah, I think that package is pretty big. Because it's the like food, <laughs> the food has to. <laughs> the food big costs package. a lot for a big party too. Big yeah, of package. course. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I'm I'm like twelve years. Man, old. this is great. Thanks for letting me come on and plug this. It, well, but Nate's like in it too. So it's yeah, like, I'm in it. So this whole podcast. Make that clear. Yeah, you're not in well, it. Well, you're consulting. You live in. But I'm helping. You live in damn Canada. Yeah. Well, if you. Yeah. I mean, I actually. I'm essential. You can come for the poutine <laughs> video. <laughs> the poutine. Yeah, I I'll want. T- I mean, tell you about cheese curd. I'm so used to doing projects with you. It feels. It feels a little sad. No, it's fine. You guys are good. I'm uh, sorry. I, I like it. I hope it goes well. I'm sorry, Matt. I really yeah. hope it goes well. We are going to consult. But you're going to you. need me to look at that Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I already sent you the video while well, we watch the video right now awesome so. well aaron lunsford thanks for being yeah, on the yeah. show i'm man. so glad man it's taking too long to get on this fucking podcast what's the, what's i feel Instagram? like this podcast was like named for me niche and exclusive <laughs> yeah we should get we, we should get you on more about about trolling on the internet and what it means and, and we have to define troll how we need yeah. to do it yeah and, and and good and bad trolling and and 
forms of uh, eliciting responses that are emotional and if it's helpful uh, we have thousands of topics to get to all right with the, with the trolling that you do so <laughs> appreciate you all right all right Until wait wait what's the instagram badass food blog that's it yeah at badass food blog at all right badass food blog right so go at it yeah go at least add at us. badass food blog. go at least add us at badass food blog and i'm taking all 90 episodes of how to do something I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. See ya. Later.